What's up and welcome back to another episode of A Conversation with Jenna. If this is your first time here, hey, I'm Jenna and I'm really glad that you're joining me here today. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you a little update of my online dating experience. A little disclaimer that you will hear in every episode is this. What I'm about to share with you are my personal thoughts, opinions, and experiences. I am not an expert, nor will everything that I say be factual. Please do your own research and think for yourself. As always, my hope is that my life experiences can help you in your life. So sit back and soak in the goodness. Let's jam. And I just had this epiphany of, oh, shoot, it's 2023. Like, I got to sign up for online dating because I kept telling myself, okay, like 2023, like that's the year I'm going to go online because I have been waiting. Like, I've now been single for five years. And so I've just been waiting for something to happen in the wild and it just hasn't been happening. So I was like, okay, now I need to be proactive and I need to like put myself on the dating website and the dating app. So I was like, oh, crap, like I got to do this now because this is something I really want. Like I can't put it off. So then Wednesday comes of that week and I sign up for eHarmony. And let me just tell you a little bit about eHarmony and my experience experience with it so far. So for me, and I'm not like this is no like uh, uh, nothing negative to say about the people who are on eHarmony. No, this is just like the experience that I've had with eHarmony I feel like eHarmony is like the stuffy grandma and the reason that I say that is because like the colors that they use um the way that the website is set up like the way that they like lay out the images of the the gentleman on there like it just feels really stuffy and that's just all how I can explain it nothing against the people who are on there just the website like the yeah it's just like not cool it just doesn't look cool Okay, so that was Wednesday. I signed up for eHarmony. Then Friday, I was like, okay, like I'm going to try to go on Hinge. I said it's better to diversify. Like let me get on one where I have to pay for and then one where, you know, that's free. And honestly, like the reason why I was like, "Mm, maybe eHarmony like isn't the one is because I feel like it is a stuffy grandma. So I was like, okay, well, let me go on Hinge. Hinge is like the cool cousin, right? That's like the cool cousin that everybody wants to be friends with friends with it's like a white it's it's super white and like purple and it's just like young and cool and like trendy and so I was like okay and I had gone on hinge like once before last year but I like immediately paused paused my like profile because I wasn't sure if it's something that I really wanted to do so I already knew like what hinge looked like but comparing it to eHarmony it's like night and day I mean there's just no comparison so I've been on Hinge now since like that Friday. So t- on in total, I have been, I think it'll be like two weeks this this week that I've been like on online dating platforms. And okay, so we'll first start with eHarmony. So with eHarmony, I've had a lot more guys message me, definitely. And I mean, they go from like, j- just like people liking my photos from people sending me smiley faces to people sending me like icebreakers to like more personal messages like, hey, Jenna, good morning. Another guy was like, hey, I thought your profile looked really fun. Da, 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 da. Like, let's chat. And then another guy actually gave me like 
a part of what I'm actually looking for because on eHarmony and on Hinge in like my profile description I have or I say on there like hey I have a podcast and one of the episodes is called does Mr. Right even exist and in that episode I share like what it is that I'm looking for in a husband so I encourage you to listen to it then let's chat and like that's what I'm looking for. So all of the other people who have just like liked my photos, sent me a smiley face, sent me the icebreaker, said, hey, good morning, or that other guy who was like, hey, loved your profile, whatever. Like I just completely ignored them because you're not like listening to what it is that I'm telling you. And like, that's just not my husband. Like I'm looking for someone who's going to listen, for someone who genuinely cares about me, for someone who's like, oh, this girl has a podcast. That's super rad. Like, let's go listen to this. Hey, is this me? Oh my gosh. No, this is not me. Or yes, this is me. Like someone who makes me feel seen and heard, right? And by all those other guys who have messaged me and who haven't listened to my podcast or haven't even made mention of my podcast or anything, like, no, you're not the one because you're not making me feel seen or heard, right? Like, I can't marry that. No. So anyways, but there was one guy on eHarmony who it was like the day that I set up my eHarmony profile and I was like still uh, creating it, still like writing out everything, but I had already put in like the profile description or I guess it's like a description of yourself and I had already mentioned about my podcast. So as I'm like just trying to like finalize details and everything, he messages me and he says like, hey, Jenna, I listened to your full podcast episode okay, like this guy is probably really nice, but he's just not the one. Like his response to my podcast is not what I was looking for. First of all, I felt like it was a little suspicious that he said I listened to your whole episode because I feel like, did you really listen to it? Because why did you have to preface that you listened to all your whole episode? These are just my thoughts and I'm just being really real and honest. And I could be totally mistaken. He could have he could have listened to the whole ex- whole thing and like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it because you actually got the message and you actually made me feel seen and heard. Oh, wait, like this guy actually paid attention to what it is that I said. Like, bingo, like that's a ding, 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 ding. Okay. So, and then, but he wasn't what I was looking for. His response just wasn't what I was looking for. And like, to be quite honest with you, like if you're listening to this and you found me from the dating profile or the dating websites, like there, there's a story that I open up that podcast with and I share about what happened to me on Thanksgiving. And I share a conversation that I had with my cousin that really hurt me. Okay. I'm looking for you to respond to that. There's another conversation, like, make me feel seen and heard. Say something like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that you've experienced that. That was like, whatever, just like, give me some of your emotion. Show me some of your heart, like have some compassion, empathy, and empathy and sympathy, right? Then there's this other story that I talk about, about with my coworkers and how I really become vulnerable. Like this episode is a place for me to be vulnerable and like put my heart out there. Like that's what I'm expecting back, that you make me feel seen and heard. Like that's what women want, gentlemen. I don't know if gentlemen are listening to this, but women want to feel seen and heard. We want to be appreciated. We want to be loved. We want to be cared for. Like we are the we are the female and the female energy is more of the caring and nurturing. I understand that, but I'm looking for a man who has both masculine and feminine energy. Someone who can take charge and lead our family, but also someone who can take care of me when I'm sick, who can show compassion, love, sympathy, and empathy. So just like a little hint, I also want you to respond back like, hey, I have some of these same qualities and these same values as you. Whatever, like don't just, anyways. 
So just a little pro tip for you in case you're listening. So anyways, so he sent me that message on HeHarmony. He, he, I'm fine if, um, the man has children. So this man had three children and three is a little too much. Three is too much for me because I want like at least two of my own. So if he had one, fine, perfect. Cause then we could have two, that would be three. Okay. But like if he had two, that is something I'm not interested in. Cause that would be like four and like raising a family of four could be really expensive. It's like, could we afford that? I don't really know. So Anyway, so he just wasn't the one, but I'm so grateful and thankful that he did listen to it and that he did message me because it was like, okay, because in the beginning I was thinking like, how are they going to respond to me having a podcast and me having an episode about who it is that I'm looking for in a husband? Like, are they going to get it? Is it going to click for them to be like, oh, she wants me to listen to this and then message her. And I'm like, okay, so someone got it. So that means so other people will get it too. So anyways... That's just been my experience with eHarmony. Nothing has really clicked because no one has responded in the way that I want them to respond. So let's then let's go to Hinge. So then Friday of that week, I signed up for Hinge. And Hinge is like, one thing that I like about eHarmony is it, it gives me like maybe a thousand words in the, in like the description boxes where Hinge only gives me 500, I think. No, 50? No, no, no. Maybe Hinge only gives me 50 and maybe eHarmony only gives me 500. Something like that. I don't quote me on it, but it's like Hinge, like your responses have to be a lot shorter. So like I'm a talker. I'm also a writer. Like I have a lot that I want to say. And so I had to like really shorten it up. But basically the same the same descriptions uh, that I gave on eHarmony, I gave on Hinge just like a little bit, um, just like shorter, like more precise. And so there's obviously the guys who like your photos, the guys who is like, hey, cutie, I love your braces. And it's like, yeah, thanks for a compliment. But bye. Like, I'm not going to give you attention because did you even listen to my podcast? Like, again, we want to feel seen and heard and loved and cared for. So thank you for the compliment, but you're not the one. And so then then there's another guy like have a video of me dancing and he's like, oh, you need to teach me these dance moves. And I was like, oh, that's really fun. But then I look at his his profile like I'm looking for a life partner here. Like I'm looking for a husband and his profile is like long term relationship. And I'm like, didn't you even read? Like, did you not read that I'm looking for a life partner and you're looking for a long term relationship? Why you even comment? Why you even like my picture or my video? I just the thing just why are you doing that? You're just wasting our time. Again, thank you for the compliment. Thank you for the comment. I really appreciate it. But didn't you like look? And here's how I know like none of these guys are the ones because they haven't even been intentional with with their messaging, with their picture liking, with their comments. Like where's your intentionality at? So I guess like that's just some of my experience so far um, on online dating. I also want to add that men are listening to my podcast episode because um, that particular episode, it was like more at the bottom of like the ranking of like the most popular or the most listened to episode out of all my podcast episodes. But it was like at the bottom, maybe in the middle, but not quite. It was like one of the lowest. But in the last two weeks that I have been on online dating, it is now ranked number one. 
And I just saw, and so it's just really cool to see it like increase every day or every few days because I know that men are actually listening to it. Now, no one has reached out and like given me a response that I'm looking for, but I also am like, I wonder if men are listening to it because they're curious about what is it that women are looking for. And like, I think it would be also super rad if, you know, maybe my husband isn't like, what if there's a guy who's like, Hey, this girl isn't really for me, but like, maybe I can use her advice and like use it on another girl that I'm really interested in. Like, I just think that would be so fun. Cause I like kind of helped, helped them, but they're listening to it and they're interested because it's now my number one most played episode. So it'll also be just kind of interesting to see, like, does it keep going up? Is it going to stop for a little bit and then rise again? Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious to see like what the trend will be on that. But thank you guys for listening. There's a radio show that I've been listening to, and it's um, hosted by Tyler Cameron, and he's actually from Hannah's season on The Bachelor. And I don't actually watch The Bachelor, but I, I actually rave about his radio show um, and another episode, so I'm not going to get like into too much detail about it. But I was listening to one of his radio shows, and I'm going to put the link in the description. And I can't remember who, like, what guest was on his show, but it was one of his friends. And, like, this friend is a comedian. But anyways, they they got into the conversation of dating profiles. And, you know, um, they were talking through the man's perspective about, like, women's dating profiles. And, guys, I got to tell you, the things that they were discussing and the things that Tyler Cameron's friend was talking about, like, really resonated with me. And he actually, like, convinced me so so funny because it was like in the middle of my day I was listening to this radio show and I actually like stopped what I was doing and I went and I updated my dating profile because what he was saying just made so much sense and like one of the examples was okay like a woman could say like what are your you know one of the little like taglines could be what are your interests and he and he said well if someone puts makeup like what is a man to do with that you know, I guess I could start a conversation with you by saying, hey, like, what are the latest trends at Sephora? And then you could reply back. But like a man can't take that any further. It's like you have to be able to give us prompts and you have to be able to give specific answers to the prompts so then we can start a conversation with you. And I was just like, holy cow, this is genius. And so I stopped what I was doing and I updated my profile because one of the prompts on eHarmony and on Hinge is something like, what is a dream that you've wanted to come true? And for me, like I have a dream of having a podcast with my husband. And in the beginning on eHarmony and on Hinge, I very much, well, it might've just been on eHarmony. This may have been before I signed up for Hinge. But anyways, I was very like vague, very generic. Like it was just like, I've, I've had a dream for a while now that my husband and I would host a podcast together, period. And then after listening to this radio episode with Tyler Cameron and his friend, when the friend was like, yo, you got to give us more to like, give us more detail than that. I stopped what I was doing and I updated it. And I said like, so I've had a dream for a while that I'm, that I want to host a podcast with my husband. And I went into details about what specifically I want the podcast to be about because 
because it could have been about sports. Like I no, it's not going to be about sports, but you know what I mean? Like it was so vague and so generic. There was nothing for a gentleman to be able to comment on. So I updated it. I gave it more detail and I was like, huh, that was like really great advice. So I'm going to link it because if y'all need advice for like updating your dating profile or trying to make it more appealing or easier for men to have conversations with you, like you should really listen to this episode because it's like really, really good. I also wonder if my dating profile will kind of be like my resume when I was applying for jobs. So when I first applied for jobs, I just like put out my resume. I updated it a little bit, right? But then as I was applying, I was constantly updating like, oh, I could add this. This would make me sound better. Or, oh, I could do that. You know, just because like you're not necessarily getting feedback based off of your resume, but you're just you're kind of like. I have been out of the game looking for a job for a while. So I I hadn't interviewed in a while. I hadn't put a resume out in a while. And it's like, this is my first time on online dating. So I just kind of wonder, like, how often am I going to update it? You know, how often am I going to hear someone talk about it and be like, oh, that's a really great idea. I should go back and do that. You know what I mean? Like, it would be kind of cool if, like, guys would give me feedback. Because, yes, I'm, like, uh, also scared and vulnerable to, like, put myself out there like that. But if you're listening and if you're a fella and you found me on the online dating, like, I'm just curious. Like, what is your feedback? Like, what is your feedback to my profile? What is your feedback to my podcast episode? Just, like, it would be kind of a fun experiment. Now, I'm not doing this for an experiment. I am interested in finding a husband. But it would just be, like, interesting to see you know, what, what are your thoughts on it? Okay. So I want to share a few stories from this weekend because like ladies, you have to be able to relate to this. So on Friday night, I went to dinner with a friend and, um, so like my number one love language is quality time. So I'm like also super easygoing. And I know that it might not seem like that because I'm also very aggressive and assertive and I go after what I want, but I'm, I can also be super chill and laid back. Like I don't always want to take the lead. So when someone else takes the lead, I'm like, yeah, go for it, you know? So after dinner, we were kind of deciding like, what do we want to do next? And she had made a recommendation of, hey, let's go to this place. I think it's called Level One. And it's like a arcade game place. I'm like, I'm not really into arcade games, but like I said, I don't with quality time being my number one love language, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Cause like, as Dr. Chapman says, quality time breaks down into two parts, like quality conversation and quality shared activity time. And so I know that while I'm with my friend, we're going to have great conversation, which is something that I really value. And then we're going to be like doing an activity that she probably loves doing. And I might not love it, but the fact I get to spend time with her, like I'm good. Like, let's do it. The only activity that I'm not going to do is hiking. I hate hiking. I just don't understand the purpose of that. Just a little FYI. I just felt like I needed to say that. Anyways, that's where I'm going to put a hard no. Like, you can go hike by yourself. I ain't going to hike with you. But mostly everything else, like, I'm good with. So anyways, um, we go to this, like, level one place. And, you know, I'm like, obviously, y'all know. I'm, like, actively looking for a husband. So I'm just like, you know looking at the guys that are there like I'm super observant anyway so I'm gonna just notice things right and we're like going up and down the aisles and this place is like packed too like there's a lot of adults who like to play these like retro video games so anyways we're going up and down the aisles and I'm just like looking at the guys looking at the girls like there's a lot of people there who are on dates sound like great awesome and then there's this one guy that I notice and he's just like staring at me and (laughs) So then I'm just like, 
keep walking around, whatever. And then on the way back, like I noticed he's staring at me again. And so then we leave because it wasn't that exciting. And plus, like all the video games that my friend wanted to play were being used. So we left. And then she a little while later, she goes, yeah, did you see that guy totally gawking at you? And I was like, yeah. And she was and and it was like he couldn't even pick his mouth off up off the ground. And it made it just made me sad because it's like, you know, I'm actively looking for a husband like like guy, if you would have just like composed yourself and like taken your shot, like you don't know what could have happened. And so if there are guys listening, like, again, I say this to like take your shot, but just like, don't be intimidated by our beauty. Like, I mean, his mouth was on the ground. Like I was really grateful and thankful. Like he literally stopped playing his game and he was just like staring at me, staring at me like mouth open. And I'm just like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate that. But if you would have just like closed your mouth up and like used your brain and been like, hey, like maybe I should try to talk to her. Who knows what could have happened? And so, again, I appreciate the compliment, but it also just makes me sad because it's like this is what I have dealt with my whole life. It's like guys are just like, I don't know if they're afraid to take the shot. I have no idea. But like, I'm really nice. So like you should try it. So then that was Friday. So then Saturday I'm at Walmart and I'm looking for like this particular kind of candy and I'm like, I still, I walk into the candy section and there's this old man. Okay. <laughs> and he just <laughs> so sweet, but it's just like, okay, let me get to the story. So he just goes, wow. I can't even say it with a straight face, <laughs> but he just goes like, wow, I really love your hair. And I was like, oh, thank you. He goes, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, thanks so much, you know. And then I just start to look at the candy and he goes, wow, like seriously, like is your mom single or what about your grandma? (laughs) And I was just like, like my mom is single, but I'm not going to tell this like strange man. And so I was just like, no, no. And he goes, well, you have a great day because you definitely have made my day great. And I was just like, thank you so much. And I said, you have a good day too. You know, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And like, they didn't have the candy that I wanted. And then as I was walking away, I like started to cry because again, like I'm on search, I'm like in search for a husband. It's something I really want, but it's like, these are the situations that I run into in the wild. It's like, man, if this man was like a lot younger and, and approached me, like, yes, you could tell me how beautiful I am, but then used conversation to like, get to know me better. Like there could have been something there. You, do you guys get what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just the wrong guys who are approaching me or the guys that are too afraid. And it's like, you never know what could happen because I am actively looking like, just take a chance, like shoot your shot and see what happens. And so, I mean, I got to give it up though, to those, to the guys who have like messaged me on online dating. I think it's just a little bit easier too. Cause rejection is probably not as hard because like, you're not meeting me in person, but like those guys are really brave and courageous. And, and I really like give them props, but it's just not what they're, what I'm looking for. But I just had to share those two stories with you because I know I can't be the only woman out there who's like looking for a husband. And then these are the guys that like are approaching them or like, let's just say not approaching them. It's hard. And you want to know what else is really hard? And I know people can relate to this is like when you see your friend progressing in the area of life that you're not progressing in. And so I have a really great friend and 
she has been like super kind in this process and she like a while ago got a boyfriend but she she like held off from telling me because she knows that like I really want a husband and um and so I'm like really grateful that she has been like really sensitive with my heart I mean that's a really good friend and so finally one day I just asked her I was like hey are you do you have a boyfriend and she was like actually I do and and you're the only friend that I haven't told yet because I'm trying to be sensitive to like your experience and what you're going through and it's just like that intentionality I mean that just like made me cry I just was so grateful and thankful for her and thankful that she like thought about me above herself you know but I'm also fine with it and I told her hey you can tell me these things because I want to celebrate with you and so just today uh today is her birthday shout out if you listen to this happy birthday and I was just kind of talking to her like said happy birthday to her like asked her what she's doing she's like oh I'm going to sushi and I said oh who are you going with and then she said her boyfriend's name and I was like oh awesome because I know that he doesn't live where she lives because she doesn't live in the same state as me either and so I was like oh is he in town and she was like yeah he just got a job here and I was so happy for them because like that means that their relationship is progressing. But at the same time, I just was like so sad and I had to like really keep myself from tearing up because it's like I'm so happy for her. I genuinely am. But then there's the other part of me that like just wants to cry because it's like how come it can happen to everybody else except for me? That's just how I feel like every and, and I'm the only single friend in all of my friend groups. Everyone else is either married, married with children, or in serious long-term relationships. And so it is really challenging being the single friend because I have everything else that I could want in life. I have a great job. I have my podcast. Like, well, I have three great jobs. Like, my relationships are solid. I have great friend groups. Like, I'm really happy in life, but but there's this one, like, there's like 10%. I recently, the other day, someone had said, like, how satisfied are you with life? And instantly, I said 90%. I'm like 90% satisfied because there's that 10% of my heart that is missing that I'm like wanting a husband to fill, right? And then I can feel like, okay, I feel like 100%. So just I try to celebrate with my friends when they have those victories because I think it is so awesome and so amazing. But then at the same time, like the self-pity comes in, just like the sadness comes in of like, oh, why can't this happen for me? So, and then also just to be totally transparent, like on Sunday, I just was having a really rough day because again, it'll be like 90% of the time I'm great. 90% of the time I'm happy. I'm joyful. I love my life. Things are going great, but there's that 10% of the time where I'm just sad. I'm just sad that it hasn't happened for me yet. And just Sunday was just a really sad day. Like I went to bed at five o'clock. I just couldn't like shake the sadness, just like the sadness, anxiety, the feeling of your heart being broken because there's something that you desire so badly, but like it's, it's out of your reach because, because it's not like when you're applying for a job, like when you're, like when you're applying for a job, you can like put yourself out there because you're looking for that one specific job. You know what I mean? Like when you're looking for a spouse, like you don't know if you're going to find him or her or not. You know, I feel like every other goal that I've set out to achieve in my life, I've been able to achieve it like that. Whether it was, you know, finding a job, going to college, starting my podcast, uh, whatever, like being debt free, buying my car, like saving for our house, whatever it might be, like all of those things I've been able to achieve, right? 
well, I'm still saving for a house, but I know I'm going to get there without any like questions or doubt. But the spouse thing, it's like, it is so gray because you don't know if you're going to find him. So I, if you also have sad days too, guess what? You're not the only one. We can be sad together. <laughs> so that is my update on online dating after being on it for two weeks. So I'm uh, curious and excited to see like what else is going to come from this. You know, hopefully I find a husband, um, but we'll have to see. Um, I'm not going to do any rants and raves in this episode because I just wanted it to be like kind of a quick update. And here we are almost to 30 minutes. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. And I just want to say happy 2023. We're here. Let's make it great. I don't know if anybody has a word for the year, but my word for the year is brave because me putting myself out there on an online dating platform is very brave and very courageous of me because I've actually have been super terrified of doing it. But I was like, hey, I want this really bad. So I need to take every opportunity that I can. If you have a word for the year, you can share it with me. Remember, you can email me at a conversation with Jenna at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, a little piece of encouragement that my brother gave me the other day that I want to encourage you guys with is he said to me, well, Jenna, you know, behind every mountain is another mountain. I was like, yes, that's right. And Basically, what he means by that is you thought that 2022 was your hardest year yet, hardest year yet. No, no. 2023 is going to be just as hard, if not, maybe even harder. But the encouragement in that is you've already gone through really difficult things that you were able to overcome. So the challenges that are coming next, you should be able to face them head on and you should be able to overcome them and succeed in no matter what it is that comes your way. So good luck with this year. I hope that you also have really, really high highs too, but but you will also have really low lows. So just be prepared. I hope that that's encouraging. I like to try to look at things a little bit more realistically because I feel like when, when you say, oh, 2022 was so hard, like 2023 has to be better. It's not necessarily going to be better because you're going to have different highs and you're going to have different lows. It's just going to be different, but it's probably still going to be hard. So anyways, take that for what you will. I hope that that was encouraging and thank you guys again for listening and for supporting my podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I can't wait to talk with you next time. Bye.